0: Hey everyone, I'm L. Jones, host of An Average Fan Podcast and the in and out Hoops Podcast. You can find these shows currently streaming right now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Number one rule, continue, and always remember to rate, like, and subscribe to get notifications on when new episodes are out. Now everybody, the moment you've been waiting on. The show. This is An Average Fan Podcast with your host, El Jones. All right, we're back again. It's L. Jones, your host, Jockey with Me, Average Fan Podcast. Yes, we here gonna talk about that in season tourney today. Cause why not, right? Group play has just ended. Jockey, man, what's some of what's one of your biggest surprises so far about this in season tourney?
1: Um, I mean. I guess the biggest, as a Mavericks fan, I guess my biggest surprise is the fact that we were, like, we were, like, the first people to be eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, we, we were eliminated, like, real fast. Um, but I guess unbiased, I guess the Lakers, they're not a huge surprise, because I knew LeBron was going to want that money. But it's just, like, you know, I'm, I'm glad that they're getting off to a hot start. OKC, the Timberwolves, like, but it's um, the Pacers, like there's a lot of teams. I don't know if it's the tournament that's super. It's like teams that are really like locking in right. The magic like there's some teams that I just wasn't expected to like really go crazy. That's really doing well right now. So, and I don't know if it's because the tournament or maybe it's just something in the water. Maybe they got something to prove. But I like it. It's good for basketball.
0: It is awesome for basketball, especially like to kick off the season as we kick off the the episode talking about this man. Just biggest surprises. I'm right there with you the Lakers, the Lakers, and it was crazy, right? They were undefeated in group play. Mm, and, yeah, I saw that. and I'm like, okay, but they were still kind of struggling, right? They were like, at that point, maybe one game above 500. And it's like, man, they're 4-0 in group play. And they have dominated group play. I mean, like the biggest margin out of all teams in group play. I'm like, wow. Yeah.
1: When they locked in, they locked in. It makes me feel good about, like, the playoffs. Like, okay, when they get to the playoffs, maybe they don't be like, okay, we know we're the best team for the playoffs, so let's go ahead and let's play like it.
0: You know, and so. they they left no doubt. I mean, granted, the Blazers aren't what they are. They are who they are. But, I mean, like you said, man, they lined them up and knocked them down. Yeah. My, other, my other big surprise, man. I don't know if you if you kind of been peeping it. Tyrese Halliburton has been going crazy.
1: Oh, like, I've been I, I've, I've been seeing because I, I play fantasy basketball. And, <laughs> maybe, I played I played him this week, <laughs> He he beat me pretty much by himself. So, no, like he's been going insane. Like I was not expecting this at all, but I'm I'm proud of him because he's 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 really changing the paces right now. They got they got they got a star for sure.
0: As we sit here, we got Monday. We're we going to kick off uh the next, the next, the quarters, right? Quarterfinals for the end season tourney. We got the Pacers taking on the Celtics. and we talking about those big surprises? I mean, the Pacers were a two seed, another team that they really put up a lot of points. And I, I think, I think that's who they are. That's who they're going to be this year. I think they're going to be a team that they really put up a lot of points. But they're going to need to uh, generate something else, right, that thing called defense. Going up against, <laughs> the Cel- yeah. against the Celtics, man, it'll be tough, man. It's win and go home. So that'll be a good one. Um, so yeah. those are just two of my biggest surprises right there off the bat. Um, you kind of alluded to it. I mean, Dallas being one of the first to be eliminated, I take that is to be one of your biggest losers.
1: For sure, yeah. Very disappointing. Very disappointing. Uh, it just—I don't really understand why. <sighs> I mean, I get it. Our defense sucks, so I guess that's the same problem. And also, Kyrie has not—he—he's a mid-season, late-season player anyway. If you're a Kyrie fan, I kind of know this. Like, there'll just be a time—I don't really know what month—but I want to say like at like by next year, let's just say like mid-January. He's just gonna go on a run where he's like super efficient, easily dropping like twenty-six to like twenty-nine points every single night on like fifty plus percent shooting, mm-hmm. you know, and right now he's, mm-hmm. he's been passing the ball real well, he's been trying to do everything. So I kind of understand, but the other day Luka was out. I mean, this has nothing to do with the tournament, I was just talking about the Mavericks, but the Luka, Luka was out and he just had a baby, congrats to him. And Kyrie was, you know, he I'm like, okay, this is what we got you for when Luka not here. You're supposed to be able to step up and, and do big things. And I think he ended with like 10 points on like three for 15, or like five assists and like four rebounds. And it's like, man. And then the next day, 36, and Kyrie decided not to play. And it was like, man, you see one person's literally dropping 35, 18, and 18. Mm-hmm. And they need you to drop bro, like 20 points. Like you're Kyrie Irving, bro. Yeah, it's something <laughs> like, comparable. Yeah. Yeah, you know I'm saying, but you know. I think as time goes on, I think the offense will be fine, but the defense is just terrible right now. We need to make a trade. We need to make a trade ASAP.
0: Really? That's that's interesting. So, it's a lot of names out there as we, uh, you know, talk wrap up those uh, biggest losers. A lot of names out there. Um, biggest loser for me was Chicago. Figured they would do a little bit better than what they have been doing on the season. Yeah. Um, overall, now, mind you, they got some names out there, mainly Levine, DeMar DeRozan, even Alex Caruso. Just wondering off top, are those some players that you think Dallas might be interested in, or what is the player you think Dallas might need to go ahead and pick up and scoop up?
1: I mean, Caruso would be nice because he is a defensive point guard. We we do kind of need, like, that point of attack player, but uh, a defender. But we have Dante Exum and Josh Green, so I feel like they're, they're good enough. One player I really like, we need, like, a, a wing. I would really like uh, O.G. Adanobi. I think he would just be a great. I think he's the defender that we're really looking for. I mean, I would love Scotty Barnes, but <laughs> they're not going to trade Scotty <laughs> Barnes, so. You know, no. I, I think OG would be a great. He would be a great pickup for us. Um, I can't really think of a lot. Like people don't usually want to trade their their wing defenders. You know, what I'm saying like the, people don't usually trade because guys like that that can score and play defense. You know, they don't really come around too often. So I don't really know anyone is looking to trade something like that. But I think the Raptors with the type of season they're having so far, you know, they they probably want to reset. So I think that would be good. I don't know who we would give up though, because I really like our team. So. I, really want. I know I don't want to give away Tim Hardaway Jr. or anything. Maybe Seth Curry. But, like, I don't really know. But that would be great. He would he'd be great for
0: our team. You know, I big, right? Because I think to the next level because Luka is so dangerous. And this Luka and Kyrie in the backcourt is, is hell, man. It's hell for defenses defenses to kind of deal with that. But then the Achilles heel is they have not played defense. And me and you, we've talked about it before. It. It's kind of – it's weird. Jay Kidd being a defensive-minded like type of coach and his team really not giving that defensive effort, I figured with the addition of Grant Williams, man, maybe they will be able to kind of do something a little different on the defensive end this year, and it kind of hasn't picked up yet. So I'm just – I'm kind of at a loss now.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. And uh, we have, a, I mean, Derek Lively has been doing good. He's He's been doing great, actually, as a rookie. True, true. But he's still a rookie, so there's only so much that he can do. Like, I feel like we do, we definitely do need another big man because he is our own. he's a rookie, and he's our only big man. So I feel like even, like, having, like, a, I mean, this is a stretch, but, like, a Vucevic or even, like, an Andre Drummond or something like that, I feel like somebody that can kind of give just some rebounding, some rim protection, you know, something like that. I, I, I think that would be great. You know, um, I don't know how we would get them, but, you know, that, that would be great. But, yeah, we definitely need some defenders. Like, I think offense, I think Luka has proven that he can score enough points. Kyrie can score enough points. and they, they can find open shooters. But, you know, we got to get stops throughout the game, not just, like, yeah. at the end of the game to catch up. We got to get stops in the first quarter and the second quarter and the third quarter to really, like make up for when we go out shooting slumps and things like that.
0: That's right. So we'll see how the season keeps progressing. Dallas off to a decent start. Not going to lie. Um, They cooled down uh, as of, as of late, they've cooled down just a little bit, but yeah, still man, still a formidable team to go up against. So hottest teams in each conference, hottest teams, man. I got a surprise one for you. Number two, in the Eastern Conference. Their last yeah. their last 10 games, they are nine and one. Yeah,
1: the magic, yeah. They the magic They they've been they've been hooping.
0: Can they sustain it good. though? I mean, they are fun. They are fun. They're like a pro college team, man. The the energy that mm. they have, and I think it's just because they're all young, man. Whoo!
1: You know, I, I definitely I like them. I like I like them, man. Franz Wagner, I was kind like, He's like the glue. Franz is, I think, three straight games or something like that. Like he's he's been doing really good, and like his brother's on the team too. He had a thirty point game like a week ago. So Jalen Subs, he's, mm-hmm. he's like they're, they're playing really good. They're playing really good right now. Cole Anthony, like man, they're nice. I like them.
0: Man, I looked up, man. I was like, wait. These jokers on a win streak. Hold up, hold up, hold up, wait. <laughs> and it's like I've watched a couple of their games and like I said, in the games that I've saw, they've been at home. But like, man, they create a fun environment for those fans. Sydney at 14 and 6 early in the year, a game and a game and a half back of uh, mm-hmm. Boston. I mean
1: And they beat Boston. <laughs> like they, Boston struggles with them. Like I know like Boston, they kind of built similar to Boston, like, they have a lot of wings. They can mm-hmm. switch a lot. They shoot a lot. They shoot a lot of threes, you know. So, especially now that Boston doesn't have, like, they're not as big. Um, like, Tatum and you know, Porzingis, of course, like, their biggest player. But, like, yeah, they're not as, like, big and strong anymore. But, you know, they, they, the, the Magic are, like, if, if this is the team Dwight Howard had, <laughs> they they would have won some championships. like they, For they sure. They would have won some championships for sure. Like, they would have been really nice.
0: And I give you two more streaking hot teams right now in the Western Conference, man. Both teams are eight and two in their last ten games. It's a youth movement, man. Minnesota and OKC.
1: Mhm. Yeah. That OKC, Minnesota one
0: got me. I wasn't expecting yeah, big exactly. things from them.
1: Exactly. OKC doesn't really surprise me because when you said OKC before the year started, I'm like, you know, they're a really good team. Shea is really good. I didn't I didn't know that he was gonna be going. To, I didn't know he's gonna be 30 a game, but I knew he was gonna be really good. But like Minnesota is that team like they like even when they construct when they got Rudy Gobert, I was like, it's kind of weird. But I'm like, it should work because Very you weird. have a scoring seven footer and a quote unquote defensive rebounding seven footer. Then you have a just one of the best wings in the in the league, a scoring defensive wing. You know, and then they got Mike Conley, a veteran player. Like, they have a well-constructed team. So, I'm like, they – I didn't think they were going to be the one seed. They probably not going to finish at the one seed. But I'm like, they should at least be a playoff team. A top ten seed, bare minimum.
0: Got it. You know what
1: i yeah. Top five seed, really, like, they should be in the playoffs, not the play-in. So, I'm glad that they they really, like, they they, they just coming in hot right now. And I feel like a, a lot of it is – well, I know a lot of it is Anthony Edwards saying, like, okay, mm-hmm. I refuse to be – so we got it. We got it.
0: Minnesota is, it caught me by, like I said, it caught me by surprise. I ain't going to say I slept on Ant, but I didn't know Ant would be able to really carry that team like he has been, man. I mean, it's special to see him like, and everybody's been just talking about him as of late. Like, man, Ant, Ant's doing it, man. Ant Edwards, man, he's, and here it is. He goes overseas, you know, he plays like FIBA and these players that come back, man, they take that step. Like certain players, they just take that next step. I and mean, here we are, seeing mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards take that next step.
1: Yeah, yeah, he got it in him. He's he's really nice. He's, he's been like that. So
0: if they yeah, can continue they can. to find a way to keep Gobert and and not Daddy. crossing paths, not like wires getting crossed, like it's mm-hmm. some potential there for sure. For, no, sure. for sure. For
1: sure. For sure. Deadly potential there. Deadly potential there. For sure.
0: So let's look at these these uh, ballers out here, man. Top five scores, man, in the NBA. and <sighs> B leading the okay. league, 32 points a game.
1: That boy nasty, man. <laughs> that boy. He's now, over that, over hey, that MVP again.
0: he is. MVP and scoring title looks like right. A lot of people do not like how he gets his production.
1: <laughs> yeah, free throw, A lot of free throws. Ain't no one can guard him. It's not his fault. It's
0: a it's a clip going around of like where after they played the Lakers and you know AD looks like he's kind of telling him about that. Like, hey man, you know you be hooking my arm when you go up. <laughs> so.
1: Uh, Put your arm there.
0: Hey, Put that's right. That's Put right. They 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 it. they they know how to they know how to go ahead and uh, let's just say play within the rules really really well, and that that shows that IQ right. a lot of a lot of people might not be fans of it. But it, the game within the game, if you have that ability to do it, because the person who's guarding you just doesn't have that IQ to like. Oh, let me get my hands out the way.
1: Yeah, hey, get your hands out of the way. That's right. Seven foot, three hundred pounds. Like you should be. You your hands shouldn't be down there. They should be up at all times, trying to do whatever you can to stop him from, you know. But I mean, at the end of this, day, it's just regular season. You know, when the playoffs come around, it's not gonna be. You're not gonna be able to, you know. The the refs swallow the the whistle. Like they don't call those fouls as much. So where they go from taking fifteen free throws a game, you're gonna start taking eight. So it's like you know, the points are gonna have to come from somewhere else. You know, you're not going to be – so hopefully he can not get frustrated when he's not getting those foul calls and he can still stay in the game and stuff like that. But, I mean, he's like – I know I keep talking about my fantasy, but he's on my fantasy. So, however you got to score, please, by all means, do <laughs> I don't care if you take – you can take 50 free throws. It don't matter to me. Like, please, keep going.
0: And here, here's something that's interesting about what Joel Embiid is doing this year versus these top five uh, – Scores we about to talk about. Away, two minutes and.
1: I don't think I, I might. I might know who that is because <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who the top five is, but just the way you you brought it up like that, I have a guess. But I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you go down the list first, and I'll see if I'm right.
0: All right, number two, number two, your guy, your star in Dallas, Luka Doncic. Luka? Okay. Luka's balling out. Thirty-one points a game. Okay, shooting forty nine percent, just a tick under forty percent from the three point line. So he's shooting at thirty eight percent, and he's pretty good. He takes a lot. Seventy six, yeah, seventy six. The threes just under him. So Uh he's he's close, man. He's close to that forty percent, and that's something I know that that's a good range to be in at forty and up. It's a good range to be in. So. Luca, Luca's doing his thing. He's averaging about 30, 35 minutes, thirty-five minutes, almost thirty-six minutes a game. So yeah,
1: he's going crazy, and I know his rebounds and assists probably are like, like seven and seven. And he just he just had a baby, so he's gonna go on a, he's gonna go on a tear. <laughs> like it's like yeah. whenever these players, whenever people, especially these athletes, I heard people in general having a child just put you in a different zone. But like these athletes, when they have a child, I remember Van Vliet. In the finals he had a baby
0: and he started yeah. averaging
1: like 25 points Trey just had a baby and then he's he's dropping like 40 points like Trey, points, Trey's been going, so going wild lately you know, so it's just I know he's fin- he's gonna have some good but I hope that those points and, and assists and all the work he's doing can lead to wins, not just like empty stats you know because I know he really wants to win he looks really frustrated when he has a good game and you know they lose, so uh, hopefully they can, you know, they can get some wins in there. But no, Luca's, you know, that MVP, it's 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 up for take. Like he's he's in a good spot, and I, I know the league wants to
0: talking get- about rebound player.
1: That's crazy. Hmm. That's pretty crazy.
0: Good numbers, good numbers. Number three, the man himself, the slim reaper, thirty-one KD. points a game. Shout out to KD. And I'm finna uh, hey KD is hooping for real and KD is super efficient, right? I think I think if KD had not had that uh, Achilles injury, right? He he probably is the only one who could have challenged LeBron James the for their scoring title. For um sure. even and I think that move to Golden State kinda kind of hindered his numbers, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying, exactly. like we understand the why of he did why he did it, but just the numbers mm-hmm. wise, but when you look at yeah. Kevin Durant this year, man, Kevin Durant is fifty one point two percent from the field, y'all, yeah,
1: that's pretty crazy, his team sucks, so it's <laughs> not like it's not like he's going not he's going out there like oh you know, I have all these players around me, you know they're not really going. I mean, you always focus on KD, but it's like the Warriors is like, okay, you shoot 50% because you got Steph and Clay, Draymond can get some points and whatnot. So it's like you got people that they got to focus on. Like, no, Booker's been out most of the year.
0: He has. You
1: know, second Grayson Allen, like, you have two, three people, you know, guard, really all five players in the court are looking at you at all times, you know, making trying to make sure you don't score. Not only are you averaging 30 points, you're averaging 50% shooting. It's pretty crazy. You know, so and I, and I've been a KD hater because he, the switch, and and I've always been a LeBron fan and everything, but I, I respect his game. Like he is a real deal hooper. He's a real deal. Like he's a scorer. You know, he, he's really nice. And and here here's
0: the here's the cake to it, right? Forty nine percent from the three point line this year. That's that's Kevin Durant we're talking about. 89% from the free throw line. So he's in that 50 40 90 territory.
1: 50 50 90. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's taking it to a next he's taking it to the next yeah. level, man. Like that's crazy. And you talked about you talked about uh Luca, man, in the in the three point attempts, man. Nine point nine attempts a game. Kevin Durant is doing all this. He's only at four and a half three point attempts a game.
1: Yeah, he's not really a huge three, because he's like, man, I'm fire from mid-range. So, I just got to take, a, if I just take a couple steps up, I'm seven foot. I barely have to push this ball off my hand, and it's <laughs> it's in every single time. You know, I right? mean,
0: the three-point free yeah. column, number four, De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox, another one. 30 points a game. So, our top four in the NBA right now, they're all 30-point scorers. Oh, yeah, true, true. Oh, Not wow. <laughs> That is a lot. De'Aaron Fox, another one. 48.6% from the field. So he's almost at that 50% range. 37% three point shooter. He's another one. He gets them up. Eight mm. attempts a game from three. That's impressive. Trying to make that next thing. So I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see that. Number five. Number five. Giannis.
1: Okay, honest. Okay, Mister Anantena
0: Kumpo, right? It makes
1: sense. He has to score. His team sucks.
0: Twenty nine point nine points a game, and hey, we can loosely talk about that, right? As we as we go over his stats, man, sixty percent from the field, right? Dude is getting his buckets in close, right? Sixty percent from the field. Here's the flip side. He is twenty two percent from the three point line. He's just under two attempts a game. So I think, I in my you eyes. He needs. Know he, say
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he needs to. He needs to get that a little bit lower, and then the free throw attempts, right? Um, he's getting nine free throw attempts. I'm-
1: I mean, and I don't really necessarily expect. It. I mean, I understand today's game. You know, you want to be as versatile. Only thing I would say is the free throws, like free. I mean, but he's a tall, like a tall player with those big hands. They've notoriously always struggled, like with free throws. You know, so I'm not super surprised. Like, those center players that aren't really shooters, like, when they go to the line, they usually don't really do well. And he has an ugly shot. He doesn't really have a great form. Like, he has a weird form, too. So, you know, I'm not super surprised. You would like that to be, like, 70%, but 65% for a player like him, it's not terrible. You know, if if you're taking 10 free throws a game and you make 6, I can live with that, you know, versus making 3 or 4. It's like, okay, that's just terrible. But, you know, you want to take advantage, seven, eight free throws. Like, that would – you know, making those that, – that would be great. But yeah, it's just – the three-point is never going to change. I don't – it's just not – he's been in the league for, what, nine years? It's, at this point, if he can't shoot threes, he's just not going to be able to do it. I just
0: it, want man. him to take mean. it out of his game. Just yeah, take just it out of the game, it, like,
1: man. Every, maybe every once in a while. You know, maybe maybe every once in a while. But it's just like – it's just –
0: if it ain't in yeah. transition, it shouldn't be in the offense.
1: <laughs> it's not. It's just not you. Yeah, it's not you, and that's okay. That's okay. Dang. And even Brook Lopez is like that. That's why you have all those shooters around you. Like, that's you, right. Yeah, you go ahead and you do what you do. Play your game to the best. When you want to take them, cool. But don't ever, don't ever feel like oh, I have to take them, because you know they're sagging off and they disrespecting me. Like who cares? Just, like drive the ball into their chest and dunk it.
0: You brought like, it yeah. up, man. Dwight Howard in Orlando, right? When they had built that team around him in Orlando, that's what they did. And he dominated. He feasted. Giannis can do the same thing with the team he has. He's just gotta make it yeah, happen. He, he, he has happen. to make it happen.
1: Let's make it happen. I don't know how they're gonna win a championship with the team constructed, but I'm interested to see everything play out.
0: Yeah, it's a tough bit losing uh Losing Drew, man, and picking up Dame. Dame's Dame's a hooper and all, but everything ain't. It's not just about putting production with production. That fit is
1: real. Is real, and like, I don't really. I I don't think anyone ever thought that scoring was necessarily the necessarily the Bucks' problem. Like, whenever they scored, you were scared because, like, oh man, they're scoring. They already play amazing defense, and now they're scoring. They're hitting they're like Scoring is like the icing on the cake. But now mm-hmm. it's like they have to score. If they don't score, then they can't compete. Like They're one of the worst rebounding teams and worst defensive teams in the league. To me, that's insane because it's the Bucks. They've always been one of the best rebounding teams, one of the best defensive teams. So the fact that that flips. Two-fold. Like Two-fold, you know though. Two-fold.
0: That's 2 fold, right? That's insane, yeah. What what people aren't gonna talk about is the departure of Budenholzer, right? Let, oh, true, true. Letting him go a defensive minded coach, and then Dame can play defense, but it wasn't like Dame was known for his defense, right? Kind of like That's Drew right. Holiday is. So you it's twofold with that. You you couple that together and then you get a different makeup of this team. Like this team has a first year coach, he's it's a lot they're gonna they're gonna try to work through and management didn't do him no solid in trading off it like a like a like a glue guy right you trade him off mm-hmm. to get like a high impact wild guy and that ain't no disrespect to dame's game i mean he's more than a wild guy but mm-hmm. just in the sense of what you're adding to it so man talking about sure. these these scores man all these top five scores man all above 48 percent. When we're talking about shooting, uh, your next two, your next two out of the top five would be shy himself and uh, yeah. Steph Curry. Shy, twenty nine point nine points a game. Steph Curry, twenty nine point one points a game on average. These guys get up shots. Steph Curry, on average, right, three points attempted per game, eleven point seven, y'all.
1: He has to. His team
0: sucks. About looking at this, or only eighteen, but his three-point attempts are eleven.
1: More than half, yeah, (laughs) because they know like his team need, like they need those threes, like they they really need because they they don't play no defense. Clay's not who he used to be. Draymond's starting, like even Draymond, he had like twenty points yesterday. Yeah, he's he's trying to score again because their team needs like Wiggins is playing terrible. Clay's trying to pick it up, but he's still shooting awful um, percentage wise. So Mm -hmm. they need like they need it from somebody. So, yeah, he he has to like be a superhero every night. That's why I I mean, I'm not gonna say I know because it's hard to count that team out because they have Steph Curry. But I just find it very hard to to believe that they will go deserve this because they drafted James Wiseman over LaMelo Ball, which I think is, like, the dumbest thing in franchise history that they've ever done. It's just so foolish For such a smart organization that's been making smart moves, drafting James Wiseman over LaMelo Ball would just always be the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like it, That was so stupid to me, but, you know, it is what it is. As you can see, LaMelo Ball is a... Astronomically better player (laughs) than James Wiseman, That generation of talent. I'm like him with Steph Curry, would have been like, it would have been ridiculous. Like it it would have been, it would have been unfair. It would have been unfair. But you know, maybe that's why they didn't do it because it just wasn't meant to be.
0: I think they didn't do it because of Daddy Ball.
1: Yeah, no, that's definitely why they didn't do it. You know, and that's dumb because at the end of the day, you're gonna give up on uh, an amazing player just because his dad is annoying, like, you <laughs> know, like, to me, <laughs> it, <laughs> it's
0: dumb. It reminds <laughs> me of, it reminds me of, man, I don't know if you watch Snowfall, but it reminds me of early, it was an early, uh, probably like second season of Snowfall when uh, mm-hmm. Franklin, like, he got Leon kind of pulled over, pull over the car, and he kind of, he kind of checks Leon. You no, know, he ain't no kind of, he does check Leon. And he's telling mm-hmm. him, like, yeah. you know, you're not finna mess up my business because you don't like how I do talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, no, And that's, that's right, the approach right. they should have took with that. Like yeah. regardless yeah, exactly. of what this daddy what look at this talent and look at what you have on your roster. And it's just like that move I yeah. agree, man. That move set them back so many years.
1: Oh yeah. Wow. They had to trade a lot. Like just to they've been trying to like, yeah. Cause like Steph Curry would have been off ball. He probably could have traded. Steph Curry could have been your Clay Thompson. You could have traded, you know what I'm saying, Clay at a better value for something. You know what I'm saying? You could have had LaMelo, Steph, Wiggins, Draymond. You can get any big. Like he it doesn't matter. Like you can get any, you can get Andre Drummond. Like there's a bunch of bigs that you can get that could be serviceable. That's right. You know, what I'm you know, you know, Looney is is serviceable, you know. And, and look where you I don't even know what pick he was, but he wasn't the number one pick or number two pick like James Rodden was. So, yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> He Because before he got hurt, like, he was, he was on, he was averaging like 30 and 10 for like a week straight. Like, he was, he was going insane. So, just like having that type of talent next to the best shooter ever. But they didn't deserve that. So, because that would have been unfair. And no one wants to see the Warriors do so great again. It's
0: just, not like that no one wants to see that not like that not like that at all (laughs) not like that not like that but you're right though i mean and hey even if you don't move clay what you got there though is clay at 6'8 Lamelo at 6'8 and steph curry at 6'3 that sounds a lot better in theory than clay at 6'8 steph at 6'3 and chris paul at six feet six foot one yeah
1: exactly exactly now they got chris paul they traded gary payton and then traded like five second round picks just to get him back. And now he's hurt. It's just this is all its just all bad right now. They, they would have got LaMelle. He wouldn't have fit with the I don't know. Maybe he would have been too big headed. He's from LA. Maybe he wouldn't have been focused. Maybe he wouldn't be the same player. I have no idea. But I think he's a hooper. And I think he wants to be one of the best. I think he really likes the spotlight. He understands what he has to do to stay in the spotlight as far as production. Mm-hmm. I don't know how well he takes care of his body and Make sure that you know what I'm saying he, he sustains like his health so he doesn't get injured as much or whatever. But as far as like putting points up and doing good on the court, no, nah, he I think he's gonna do what he needs to do to do that. So, but hey, it you know it is what it is. He's a hornet now. Good for them because they're fun to watch.
0: That they are. That they are. Hey, three weeks away from Christmas. I mean, it's already here. It's already here. So. When we talk about Christmas time, it's kind of synonymous now with the NBA. And pretty much, what's your what's your biggest what's your biggest want this season this this Christmas season right from the NBA?
1: I mean, of course, Mavericks playing. I think we play the slow. I, I would love them as well. So Mavericks win and money made. I mean, well, you know what could really be better than that.
0: That's true. That's true. And you correct. Last game of the night. So give off at noon. presidents, you know, get the breakfast popping off. Um, it's a noontime game. Then you got the 230 game. You got Golden State in Denver. Don't know how I feel about that one, but we'll break that down. We'll break that down on another episode. Boston in LA. That's what we a good one. They had to give it to us. They had to give it to us. The eight o'clock game. I think this is gonna be a good one too. We got the 76ers taking on the Miami Heat. That should be good. And as you talked about, man, Luca, Kyrie, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Bradley Bill. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah,
1: it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be a great day of NBA basketball for sure. It's gonna be a really a lot of rivalries, quote unquote. A lot of just good players, star talent everywhere. So yeah, it's gonna be that's gonna be a going to be a really good day for
0: basketball. And without Come on now cuz like not only do you get good games but man Christmas Day sneakers in the NBA. It's become a thing. Has become a thing. If you got any what what has been one of your favorite NBA Christmas Day sneaker? I don't know if I
1: got any favorite. I don't know. I, I guess I haven't really noticed like any like specific like sneakers on Christmas Day, just, like that I've been like focused on. Or because I know, I mean, for I know LeBron always has heat because Nike always just hooks him up with just really nice shoes that they do. And K like like LeBron and KD those those be the two where I'm like, okay, they they be having some really good like special edition shoes, just like nice shoes on that day. But, like, there's not a lot of – well, I mean, I'm sure Shay, I don't think he has his own signature shoe yet. Book has some signature shoes, and it's probably going to be nice. But, like, a lot of NBA players nowadays don't really have – their signature shoes is not, like, crazy. They don't really look crazy good to me. Like, Kyrie had my favorite shoe. He's not with Nike no more. So right. So, he might have something, you know, he might have something special. But, like, a lot of these players' shoes, like Paul George's shoes, like and Harden's shoes, like – I like Anthony Edwards' shoes. So maybe they might, you know, he he might have some nice on Christmas. Now if you say something, I'm, now I'm a, I gotta I feel like I gotta I gotta <laughs> tune in a little. I gotta lock in on
0: them shoes. Hey man, Trey Young had you them. Know. Um, Trey Young had them icy whites, man. Like the ice blues, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things were so clean. And I'm not even Adidas guy, but they were clean, man. Um. Yeah, no, they come out,
1: they come off for sure. Um, like you, stuff.
0: like you said, man. KD's had some nice, uh, some nice PEs, man. Like. Also, too, LeBron James, man, when he was with the Miami Heat, yeah. he had the fire going with the kicks, y'all. I mean, he was bringing it. Now, obviously, ain't nothing going to rival MJ, so we ain't going to get in no debate about these two like that, <laughs> right? But, you know, him. And then, man, rest in peace, the great Kobe Bryant, man, Bean. He had yeah. some fire too to the point where man, the Grinches is like the number one shoe. Like everybody wants that shoe, loves that shoe. Man, I got my son asking me about it, man. Like, hey, man, I, man, I need some Grinches, man. <sighs> so, yeah, <that's> <laughs> Grinches are crazy. So man, crazy. hey, y'all, why y'all why y'all sitting down, you know, with the family, not only checking out the game, man, and just just loving it up, but man, check out some of them sneakers. Cause you know they are gonna talk about it, man. They gonna, they gonna sell it, man. It's around that time, really miss Ja Morant right now, man. Cause he's got a signature yeah, no, sneaker right. and he ain't around to market his product right now. So, <sighs> yeah, tough. tough right time for him right now. I don't want to end on that note, but I'm just saying, Ja, man, get. <laughs> come on, man. Because Memphis needs you bad. Memphis needs you.
1: (laughs) They they, they suck. (laughs) Memphis
0: needs you, man. That that, that ain't no lie. Memphis needs you bad. But, hey, it has been real. Another banger. Average Fan Podcast. Your host, L Jones. Your boy, Jockey. Thanks
1: for having me, man. It's been a pleasure. You know, it's a great time every time. Love talking hoops with you. Love talking hoops with the whole community. Awesome. Can't wait for the rest of the season.
0: That's right, y'all. Stay tuned. Keep it locked in. We're going to have more things coming down the pipeline. Average Fan Podcast. We out.
1: Sir.